Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I am really excited to share with you something really exciting, and it includes my guest, Alexandra Shelley, who is the modern medium. Let me tell you a little bit about her before we delve into some exciting news. Her mission is to make everyday magic the norm. She is insanely passionate about helping you unlock your soul you to live a more fulfilled life, discover your innate magic, and experience a method of healing through her traditional yet explorative background. For the past four plus years, she has developed her lifelong gifts into powerful techniques in order to serve the collective. For now, Alexandra primarily focuses on psychic mediumship, energy clearings and healings, past life readings, spiritual mentorship, channeling, and she also hosts her own podcast, called Embody Your Soul. I am so excited to have you back on the show, Alexandra. Oh my God. Thank you. I like forgot (laughs) that intro is just so great. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so excited to connect with you. And I know we were talking briefly before we started recording and I was telling you how I've just been in such a crappy mood, but I know this conversation is just going to boost my day and my energy. So thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's totally spirit inspired because, um, I've been kind of reflecting on like the direction I want to take the show and yes, I'm still going to talk about the mediumship development journey and spirituality, but it's not just how to instructions on how to develop mediumship and and what that looks like, but also like getting really raw and authentic about what that journey looks like beyond just bringing through um, evidential messages from the world of spirit. And spirit really inspired me to contact you and about doing a collab. And honestly, I didn't know if you were going to accept or not. Right. And you and I hooked up, connected and I think we've got something really special to share with the audience. So everybody, Alexandra and I are going to be collabing for a three episode series of different topics to really help you get grounded, centered in yourself, in your spiritual practice, and in your connection to not only your own soul, but to the collective. And each series is going to build upon the previous. So today we really want to talk about um, our first, our first um, topic, I guess, if you will, is embracing our humanness. And in my, in my observation, in my experience, which again is just mine, yours may be a little bit different, Alexandra, and you please chime in whenever, is that when people start exploring spirituality, I find that in a lot of ways, people forget like the major important component, and that's our human, our human self. And they get so wrapped up in creating spiritual experiences that they're forgetting that being a human is part of that equation. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. And I find that there's such a lack of balance. And it's like the spiritual equilibrium is completely wonky. There's no balance. They're not grounded in it. And I find like some people, they just get so excited from like a lot of the spiritual experiences they have through maybe attending a class or a workshop or through their meditation practice, or maybe they were involved in some sort of ceremony or ritual, whatever. And they had like a really cool experience or something that was very tangible that made the world unseen, that made the the knowledge that there is other dimensions and other energies that play beyond what we see 
with our five senses, they get super excited. And honestly, I've been there, done that. I love it. And it's almost like a high, like an, a spiritual high, right? But then we got to come back down to earth. And, and I find that some people really struggle with integrating that and embracing um, their humanness. What are your thoughts on that? What do you think? What's your been, what's your take on that? Oh my, excuse me. But yes, I just so deeply, deeply resonate with that. It's so important to a phrase that I love. It was introduced to me by, you know, someone I doesn't really even matter, but someone I had a really brief conversation with many years ago, but it's about bringing God and spirit, you know, boots on the ground. It's about bringing it into the earthly plane because we're meant to live life. We are meant to wake up, go poop, like eat breakfast, like do what we need to do. And it's, if we are just so ungrounded and so focused on, you know, our spiritual ascension all the time, we're actually really missing the point. We're missing the point about what it actually means to be someone with a really beautiful, you know, God-centered, universe-centered, whatever life, you know, it's not just something I always try to embody and speak about on my platform as well. And I know you can absolutely agree. And this is even like, this is why we connect because this is how we feel about you, but it's not just about, you know, having our session with our client for an hour. It's about, how you drive on the road. It's about how you interact like in the grocery store. It's about how you react, you know, to your siblings, even though it may not be perfect, but it's like every single day, every single, you know, reaction, reply, interaction, even just your presence is so, so important. And it's also, I, I read it. I'm also taking a break because I won't, give it away, but the book Freedom Transmissions by Chris Schumacher, who's a full body uh, channel for Yeshua, who's just absolutely amazing. And it was such a transformative book and it's meant to be reread. That's why I don't want to give away, but it's like meant to be reread. And something that was really powerful was you, oh my God, I am totally having a brain fart right now. I like- Exactly what I was going to talk about. But anyways, it's just, it's even learning in Reiki. It's so, it was so cool um, about even like when we're so worried about like protection and, you know, vibes and, you know, toxic people and like not saying that you should be, you know, hanging on to, you know, shitty relationships or you should be putting yourself in danger. But something that I really, really learned from my Reiki master was don't meet people where there are, where they are. It's about just staying in your lane, but staying high, staying in your vibration doesn't mean that, you know, you shouldn't be going out in public and like, you shouldn't be interacting with people like for the fear of, oh my God, well, I'm just so ascended or I'm so, you know, I'm so much higher, you know, than other people. Like I literally can't connect or talk to anyone. It's just, it's just about doing your thing and staying really authentic and living your life and living your practice, but bringing God, bringing source, you know, into the boots on the ground, into your body. I feel like that went all over the place, but hopefully that all made sense. That's okay. Um, I, I do agree with you because honestly, there's a lot of people that start walking in the spiritual field spiritual community, which is so wide open that I'm not even going to go into the different titles, labels. I'm going to even say genres. Okay. Um, but there's so much ego in there and people feel like, um, oh, I'm 5d. I cannot, I cannot connect with you. You're below me. You're going to mess up my vibe. That is so ego. The whole point of spirituality is returning back home to self. Spirituality is about remembering who you are as a soul being, having a human experience. And through a blending of living your human experience and incorporating spiritual practices, maybe those are things such as just being kind to one another. That is actually a spiritual practice. 
being kind, showing up, showing respect to other people, listening to other people, allowing yourself to just be still and present in the moment. Meditation, uh, I mean, God, there's so many different things. Some of it is a little wonky for me, but that's okay. That's just Courtney's deal. Courtney stays in her lane. Do you, do you, no judgment, right? Some of it is a little out there, but whatever it is, that resonates with you. Remember, you cannot neglect the human because without the human, you're not actually aware of the spiritual experience because being a human is part of the spiritual experience. And remember, the human is what encases the soul, encases the spirit that allows you to be aware of these spiritual experience. And those spiritual experiences are meant to enhance the physical experience. So you can't just be pardon the bluntness, balls to the wall. Okay. All spiritual going to every workshop, meditating five hours a day. Okay. Lighting your incense, burning your sage and all of that. You, That's all cool. I mean, I meditate regularly. I got a solid spiritual practice. I smudge. Okay. Um, a lot of that has to do with my uh, first nations and for my American listeners. Um, I also do have native American, um, ancestry, but in Canada, we call them Aboriginal or First Nations people. So a part of my culture is we do clear our space with, with white sage. I also use Palo Santo. Um, those are things that Courtney does. And, you know, I've used crystals before for clearing, raising my vibration, etc. But honestly, one of the biggest things that I have learned is that we don't really need anything except for just being really present and present in the moment. Does that make sense, Alexandra? I don't know. I kind of felt like I rambled off there too, because this is such uh, an in-depth conversation. Honestly, we could just go through, like we could go down so many different avenues. Yes. So many different avenues, right? About being, embracing our humanness while we're also um, like enhancing it, enhancing our humanness through our spiritual practices. They're not meant to be, there needs to be a balance between that. Yes. Why do you think, why do you think there's not? Oh my gosh. I mean, I think it just goes back to what you literally started off with. I think it's just because people think that if you are spiritually connected or attuned, it makes you better than everyone else because you've, you know, read these books and you've had these awakenings, but you know, you're no better than your neighbor and we are all equals. And that was something I know, I feel like we've talked about it. And that was something that was really soothing and really necessary for me to hear when I took, oh, God bless. We love her. Suzanne Giesman's class. She was like, we are equals. We are all all equals. Your mission is no better than mine. My mission is no better than yours. We are all on the mission. And that was so humbling. And I think even just knowing that, and even just the concept of oneness, like we are all one. And that's why it is so important that we embody these practices in everything we do, wherever we go. It does not change when we walk out the door. It doesn't change when we walk in the door. The practices that I do when I wake up in the morning is going, hopefully I do my absolute best to make sure that I create a beautiful ripple effect with my energy and with my presence. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, you have to just walk the walk and talk the talk. And again, you're not going to be perfect, but also, okay. I, hopefully you, you know, didn't think I wasn't concentrating what I was doing while you were talking. I was taking notes because like, oh my God, I remember what I was going to say about Carissa Schumacher's book. So Yeshua was saying the point of shadow, the point of, you know, dark is to bring you back to the light. The point of free will, the point of ego is to understand, oh, yes, we are human and we are in this like, you know, beautiful, magnificent meat suit to understand the human experience. And 
I also love what you said about having all these practices. Like there's so much fun. I mean, oh my gosh, like incense and prayer and meditation and yoga or whatever it is. Like they're absolutely stunning, but it's the point they, they happen because we need to build the intention. But at the end of the day, it's really just us. Like we are beautiful and spiritual already inherently in our own way. We really, really don't need anything. And I think also with going back to what you were saying earlier about like people kind of get on their high horse, people are also looking at all these outside things as well. Like the crystals aren't going to cure you. The incense isn't going to cure you. The books aren't going to cure you until you like actually realize, oh, it's all me. These, it's just tools. They're just beautiful tools in my toolbox. And, um, it's just, it just always leads back to you. And that's why even Courtney and I hope to do in our practice, like, yeah, absolutely. Like having psychic hits so much fun, like playing with spirit. Oh my God. Like, that's why, I mean, I'm sure you get it too. Like there's times where I haven't left my apartment for two days. Cause I'm like, I'm channeling, I'm reading, like I'm having so much fun, but I'm not so, it's also not the point. Like I meant to interact with the world and go outside. <laughs> like I meant to bring that into my relationships, into my friendships with my family. I mean, if you're just, you know, keeping it all to yourself and looking outside with, you know, all these things, I mean, then what's the point of it all? Like you're, you're missing the point. Exactly. And our spiritual practices, they are meant to enhance our human experience plain and simple. If anybody, if you can get one thing out of this episode today, your spiritual practices are meant to enhance your human experience. You cannot live your life in the clouds, in the stars, in the cosmos. When you raise your awareness and you go into those states and open your awareness to those other realities that do exist, they are exciting and they are fun and some of the transmissions and the downloads that you get, they are going to alter your life for the better. Your human life, your human experience. And so we need to, we need to be very careful about what our intention is when we're going into a spiritual practice. Yes, we're there to have an experience. And of course we want to enjoy it. Otherwise, why would you want to do anything? You know, that's our human nature. If we don't like something, we avoid it. So we go into these spiritual practices because something innately within our soul is telling us it's time to remember. It's time to reveal. It's time to discover where you came from and to take the knowledge attained through these spiritual practices and help others awaken. Awaken doesn't mean that you're you're just channeling galactic people or um, light beings and all of that. Our interactions with the divine, however you define the divine, is for you to take that information and to share it with love and kindness and compassion with others to help them in remembering who they truly are. And we need to remember, we go to that sacred space of our practice and take all of that knowledge and those experiences acquired during that time and use it to enhance how we talk to ourselves, how we treat our mind, our body, that physical vessel, our soul. We take that and we learn how to deal with difficult situations. We learn how to interact with people who just don't vibe with us, who are on a completely different path. Maybe it doesn't resonate with us, but remember those people are in our path to mirror to us that that needs to still be healed, but also for us to practice acceptance, tolerance, love, kindness. When we are connecting with the divine, we're not just awakening to that reality that there are things beyond planet earth, beyond this physical body, but we're also awakening to the knowledge that there is a unity among all sentient beings and that we might look different. We might talk different. We might come from different places, but we're still the same at the end of the day. We are still that facet of source. We are a facet. We're a fragment of source energy that has chosen to manifest to have these experiences. 
remember school's just the, uh, the earth is just a school room. That's it. Mm-hmm. But we got to be present in the physical. And so I just noticed that, and it's concerning to me. This is why I'm really glad we're having this conversation that, um, honestly, I've done it. I've done it. Here's the thing. I'm not sitting on my high horse telling people what they should or shouldn't do. I remember when I actually um, got involved with um, just discovering like spirituality. Honestly, I was in my early thirties and I thought, Ooh, okay. I think my kids are a little bit older. Okay. I, you know, they can be with a babysitter or at that point, I think my daughter was old enough to stay at home. I think she was about 12. And so Um, I started going for Reiki, having Reiki sessions, started meditating. I didn't actually realize I was channeling in my diary. I used to always just tell my husband, oh, I'm going to go to the bath. I'm going to go journal. When I actually look back, it was, I was getting downloads and channeling. I had no idea. Seriously, like not a freaking clue, but it was because it was just so natural though. I wasn't doing anything particular you know, but then I started to getting into classes and doing workshops and then developing my mediumship. And honestly, it was like a breath of fresh air. Um, it was like having like a really strong cup of coffee with like several shots of espresso, but it invigorated like every cell of my body, every strand of DNA, every neuron, every, everything within me. And it was, it was so exciting that I just couldn't, I couldn't fill up my cup enough. I wanted more, but then it was like through all of the practices, you know, having a crystal. Oh my God. I had so many crystals in my house. I actually had to get some rid of some of them because they charged my house so much. They're actually drawing spirit people in my house. It was, it was over the top. I went over the top. I went over the top, but that's okay. I'm owning it. You know, maybe you've been like Courtney. (laughs) Okay. And, um, and you go a little, get a little far, but that's okay. Right. Again, it's like, we go from one extreme, you know, um, it's like a slingshot. The slingshot goes out, but then it's got to come back. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and I did that myself and I, I did all of it, but then it was like so much, I was having too many experiences and what I was experiencing was becoming very convoluted. And when I was completely missing the point of what the practices were even about. Mm -hmm. And I see that a lot with people. Mm -hmm. They want to become star seeds. They want to be earth angels. They want to connect with galactic people. They want to, they want to take a Reiki class. They want to do all of this. My question is why, what Mm -hmm. is your why and get anchored in that? What do you think about that? No, I, I totally, I'm, I'm right there with you. And I think, you know, my, my former mentor, like said something really powerful to me. She was saying, you know, you can meet like the holiest, you know, most sacred people, but you would have no idea. Like they're not telling you that they're like a monk or they're not telling you. And I think that they was, she was so right because it's like being a medium is not our personality. Like it's a part of who we are, but at the end of the day, like we are so like, we wake up naked, like our soul is completely naked and we begin to acquire all these beautiful tools and, you know, um, you know, personalities or whatever and habits and idiosyncrasies and yes, they, they make up the amalgamation of who we are, but they're not our personality. And yeah. I think that's, that's what it just, that's what it veers into like, eh, like I'm not going to meet people. And the first thing that's out of my mouth is like, I'm a psychic medium. Like, like, no, I am Alexandra. This is me. I'm really bubbly and I'm really silly. And, you know, I love books, but like even books, like, I am literally living in a mini library, but books aren't like, you can't be so attached to things. Like it just really, you know, oh my gosh, I, I want to try to explain this because it was so potent, but I remember listening to a podcast episode, uh, on Jay Shetty's podcast and he was introducing Dr. Gay. I hope I pronounced his name right. Gabor Mate. And he just came out with that book, The Myth of Being Normal or something, The Myth of Normal. And he was explaining, you know, 
people kind of impose a lot of pain because of how like they associate so strongly with something. And, you know, for those of you that are sports fans, like, I don't mean to like, you know, like I have no shade or anything against people who are sports fans. I didn't grow up sports like fanatic, but even, you know, when people like get really upset or like really sad when a football team loses, it's like, why? Like, it's like not your life. Like, it's not like it hinges on life or death, anything, but it's because it's, that's an example of how people get so attached and it's a part of their, like it makes or breaks their day. And it's like, that's like, that's when it just becomes an issue. Like, and that's what I've even had to deal with as an entrepreneur, you know, we're building a business and there's times where my business is like doing really well and booming. And then there's times where it feels really quiet, but my business and my mediumship and my success, like doesn't define like my overall purpose and my being my, my purpose is being like, if I have a a month where, you know, this month I was traveling and I really didn't do a lot of sessions with clients, but maybe that's because my purpose was to like explore and to like be with family and to experience. And now I'm getting back into the groove of being back home in LA and like, but even if like I was like earlier, you know, with this conversation, like I'm in a, you know, poopy mood because I had bad sleep, but I'm not going to like make that sleep contingent on my entire day. I don't know. I just, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. And when we are doing this work, uh, whether you identify as a healer, an intuitive, a psychic medium, whatever, first and foremost, you're you. You are not a medium 24 hours a day. That is part of you. You're not a psychic 24 hours a day. That is an aspect of you. And it's interesting because I teach a lot of classes. I do a lot of work in the public. And it actually makes me uncomfortable when people make comments and they're lovely comments about oh, I wish I could do what you do. Oh, it must be so great that you can just talk to spirit whenever you want. And people have these like preconceived ideas of what it is to be a psychic medium. And I quickly educate them lovingly, always educate. But I think it's important we educate people, you know, and I let them know when I'm working, I'm working. When I'm not, I'm not, I'm Courtney. I still have to clean my house. I still have to clean up, you know, when my dogs have an accident, I still have, you know, family issues that, that are personal and I'm trying to work through. I have my own inner healing, my own shit. I have to heal. And I've seen a therapist for, I don't know, quite a while. I have no shame in that. Right. I'm still human. Those human experiences are part of me being Courtney. I'm married. I've been divorced. And I'm remarried. I still have all of that. Doesn't mean I have my shit together. Just means that I'm human. And um, do I say things that I shouldn't at times? Probably. Am I always aware of it? No. But through my spiritual practice, those instances lessen because I realize that there's always a commonality between everybody, whether we like them or not, whether they're our cup of tea or not. And if the only commonality that we can find in a person is that they're also a soul having a human experience, then that can, my big thing that spirit's really been impressing on me is to practice compassion and show love to everybody, including myself, right? Mm-hmm. I still have laundry. I still got to clean my house. I still got to go grocery shopping. I still go get my oil change. You know, um, when I'm not working, I'm also running my business behind the scenes. Like when I'm not doing readings or classes, people don't get that. Um, That's part of the human experience. Some people, they see what people post on their website or on social media and they have an idea of what it means to be spiritual. And it's like, no, no, we're showing you one part of what spirituality looks like, but the other part of being spiritual is 
having a human experience and doing the, the ordinary, going to work, paying bills. I mean, before I was doing this full time, I was working 60 hours a week. I was doing readings at night. Plus I was doing readings on the weekend. I was doing 12 readings a week. Plus I was working 60 hours a week. Too much, way too much, crazy town, you know? Um, but then that's like the pendulum. It swings one way and it's got to come back to center. And I think one of the things that um, we need to really remember, and it's about, again, it's about remembering is integrating our human with our spiritual selves and not having them separate and compartmentalizing them. What do you think about that, Alexandra? What are your thoughts? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I think it's, I don't know, it's like the point to be human too, you know, aside from, you know, learning the lessons and evolving, we, we wanted to be human and you need to acknowledge that, that you were like, I am so excited to be incarnated as a human and to, experience what it's like to, you know, eat really good food, to fall in love, to, you know, hold a loved one or be held, uh, to feel like ocean mist on our skin. Like it's magic. And the point of all these human interactions and even just, you know, picking up dog shit, it's like all, it's just all a part of it. There's nothing that is not a part of it. And it's just, it's like, you're really, really missing out when you really discount everything. And I sometimes, God, it was so random. Honestly, I will say as much as social media is so nuts and you know it can be very toxic i will say there's some really beautiful aspects about it i mean for one i would have never connected with you unless we like or like we we met on instagram and like this is amazing but there was something i saw on this like really great page and it said your days are sometimes like your best days because you're doing everything you can to like be present and you're kind of actually reaching within yourself and into the toolbox and you actually begin to realize, wow, like I did it and like actually everything's okay and actually, wow, I am really, really loved and not only by myself, but by my friends and my family, by my loved ones or my chosen family and you know, that's even how I'm facing. That's how I try to face days where it's like, yeah, like just because we're mediums doesn't mean that we have like amazing high vibe days. Like we're going to have crappy sleep. We're going to like, we're going to get sick too. Like we, you know, of course, like we do everything we can to take care of our health. And like, you know, we make do all the things to make sure that we are attuned and high vibe and like we are clear channels, but you know, we freaking catch colds and like we stub our toe and we get injured and we have to have surgeries or like whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just, it is all a part of it. And yeah, again, it's just, it's such a shame if you discount everything, but also I will say, I think what I used to get caught up in is not like everything. I mean, okay. Everything there's like no accidents, but also sometimes like we're not meant to always understand why something happened. Like we're not all like, there's not, I don't know. It, it may come from, you know, my nature of like the way I got through trauma in life was like ignorance bliss. I'm like, Oh, like whatever, like, you know, and then obviously I've realized like that was like learned and, you know, it's obviously not uh, functional all the time. But I think in a way, my, my desire at times to just be like, I don't really need to understand this. Like, I'm not obsessed with needing to understand this. Like, I don't really need to know everything. Like, I don't need to be psychic about everything. Or even it's so funny, like, I, like, so for instance, I haven't watched them in a while, but some of those, like, 
trash, like, you know, shows on Netflix, that's like love is blind or like whatever. Like I'm not obsessed. Like I'm not psychically like, Ooh, who's it going to be? Like, I would love to, I would love to gasp and be surprised. Like I would love to be proven wrong. Like why not? Like I don't need to be the genius in every room. And that's also not the point of being connected psychically or, or being connected to spirit. Like the point is to like, again, bring the essence of peace, of love, of acceptance, of truth, of honesty, of authenticity, of joy into yourself and let that emanate into life and everything you do. That reminds me of the book from Marianne Williams, uh, Williamson, uh, A Return to Love. That's what our whole practice is about, everybody. When we are like, here's just some examples of some spiritual practices that people do. There could be like full moon circles. There could be uh, doing work, energy work with crystals or meditation with crystals. There could be chakra balancing, clearing work, working with the chakra system. Anodea Judith does a lot of work with that. Um, you can go to her website and check that out. She's also got some great books. Uh, there's also uh, sitting in meditation for ourselves, sitting in meditation to connect with the spirit world, sitting in meditation to connect with the collective consciousness. There is also, you know, sitting in the power practices. There is all different types of deviation with runes or even crystals or oracle cards or tarot cards. Uh, there's palmistry. There's there's so many. Um, there's also practices with herbs, essential oils. I mean, like, honestly, those are some of the things. And I have done a lot of those and I still do a few of them. The more that you allow yourself to be really present in the moment, allow yourself to really be human. You find that those tools aren't needed or needed as much because all of those tools are helping you access energy, wisdom, intelligence, that divine love, that divine connection within all of those things are helping you find that which already resides within your in your spirit in your soul which is encased in this physical shell vehicle meat case whatever you want to call it <laughs> right and so we need to remember that when we have those experiences they're not to take us away from having a human experience they're there to enlighten and to awaken and to enhance the time that we have here on the physical, that's the whole point of the practices is to enhance, enhance the time that we're here to make the most of it so that our soul can acquire the most that it can from the lessons that we're going to encounter through crappy jobs, through challenging family dynamics, through health crises, through the passing of a loved one, through financial stress, through economic challenges, right? Global warming. I mean, there's so many, you think about global warming. Oh my God, it's everywhere, right? What is the point of that? We recognize that global warming and I'm, trust me, I'm not going to go on about that too much because um, I'm not, but it's showing us where we went wrong. And if we can return back to being present in simplifying things, I think sometimes we just overcomplicate stuff, particularly in our spiritual practice. The only thing that you ever need, everybody who's listening, is yourself. That's it. All the other stuff is cool, but it's not necessary. And, you know, I actually seen this medium uh, post a reel recently. And she uses um, particular candles, I don't know, some kind of candles in her practice to enhance the energy when she's working mediumistically. And I thought, okay, everyone does their own thing. But what happens if that medium doesn't have the candle? What's going to happen? We cannot become reliant or dependent on external sources of energy. We can't. 
we need to be, I feel, I personally feel like we need to be more self-reliant on ourselves, not other people, not gurus, not teachers. They're there to remember and awaken within you that which is already latent. That what's already been planted within your soul memory and through these practices and everything. Again, it's just a remembering. Um, so with your practice, you know, one of the things that can really help you is if you feel like you're spending more time or you have an awareness that you're spending more time in your practice than living, just press pause for a moment and bring yourself back to center because with spiritual practices, there's so much spiritual bypassing that people are forgetting to live. They're forgetting to be who they are, which is a person too. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 All of that. I love everything you said. And I know it's, it's interesting, you know, what you brought up with like all the little things. I mean, huh? Like what if, you know, those candles weren't present. Like what if those candles were out of stock? And that's even something, you know, I even think about, okay, well, of course, when I am home, I lay out my yoga mat and I have this whole thing where like, I do my meditations and prayers on my yoga mat. And then I like sweep them off and I do my workout. I'm like, all right, efficient. And also because I got to work with the space I got, but, you know, on that yoga mat, I have my crystals, my sage, my, my, um, not tarot, my Oracle cards, my water, my journal, everything. But when I travel, I'm not bringing all that with me. I'm just bringing myself. Yeah. Like I may, I also do bring my journal just in case, but like, I'm not, I'm not obsessed with like, oh my God, I need this or else my practice is ruined. It's like, no, I can do it. You can do this on the plane. You can do this like in the bus. You can just live your life wherever you are. And I think that's also something that I I really love to teach clients and even just tell friends. I'm like, you can, it's, you don't have to be like in a quiet place. Like the quiet place is here and then you create it. And it's, yeah, you just, you, you work with what you got and working with is working with you. And even like, for instance, like I'm sitting with spirit this morning and yeah, like I got this amazing download. I like met a new guide. I was like, oh my God. And then, yeah, but then I did kind of trail off into monkey mind, but then I like went back and I'm not saying, oh my God, like my practice is ruined. Like I'm disconnected. I'm like, no, it's just a part of life. Like my anxiety, my monkey mind, like that's just a part, that's a part of it. And like, that's okay. And it even happens. Sometimes I get monkey mind, like when I'm in deep meditation, sometimes it happens even when I'm with clients, but like, that doesn't mean my practice is ruined. Doesn't mean my, my reading is going to be like worse or bad. It's just, Hey, bring it back. It's just, don't let your ego or whatever, take the driver's seat. It's not in charge of you. You are in charge of you and you create, you know, your inner world, your outer world. That's the point of leaning back into your soul, connecting to God, being in whatever beautiful practice that you're in, because they're all leading you back to you. At least they should be leading you back to you. It's a problem when they are making you reliant on them. Like that is not the point. Like our guides and our loved ones are there. Like they're not in the driver's seat. My higher self, like in my soul there, I'm like, they are like the CEOs, but my guides and my angels, my loved ones, they're, they're part of like, you know, the boardroom, they have the flashlights, they have the tools They're like, girl, we got you. But like, I am not like, oh my God, like, what do I do? Like every single decision is contingent on like my guys. It's like, no, like they're with me making the decisions. They're a part of it. They're cheering me on. Uh, but at the end of the day, like you're in the driver's, driver's seat, your crystals, your tarot cards, your like all those things aren't going to decide for you. They should help you. They should make things, they should enhance the intention, not, um, you know, make more fear, anxiety for you. Totally. And they are meant to help you make a clear decision 
And the clear decision is going to be one that gives you peace, a sense of calm. And your angels, guides, ascended masters, loved ones in the spirit world too, they're always there with you, but they're never going to uh, impose upon your free will. That is your gift. That is a gift that you've been given when you came back to have this human experience. Again, whatever your spiritual practice is, remember it's returning back to self and find your own authentic voice in that. Avoid comparing yourself and, and copycatting other people's practice. Mm. Maybe you want to try it out because it looks really interesting and there's something resonates. Cool. But don't just do it for the sake of seeing somebody else do it. Check in with your soul. Does that feel right for you? And if it does, if you've got peace, that's your green light. If you don't or you're unsure, that's your red light. That means you need to pause. That means that's just not for you. And that's okay. And we need to not define ourselves by the expectations of others as well. That's actually something I really uh, promote within my development circles and classes is that one person's journey is going to look completely different than another's. And that's based on their life experiences. Being a medium, being a healer, being a psychic, you have to have the lived experiences in order to do the work. Mm -hmm. The spirit world needs you to have those lived experiences so you can relate to other people. So you can show up with compassion and grace and understanding because you're allowing yourself to be present in the moment. Alexandra, before we wrap up our time together today, is there any maybe last thoughts or suggestions on uh, giving people maybe a couple of tips on how they can bring balance to being human while also having a spiritual practice? Mm. Oh, I love that. Well, a couple things. I have been reflecting so much on the idea of like how we truly overcomplicate our lives with overthinking with trying to fill in the gaps with anxiety. And of course, again, like I'm not saying I'm never anxious and I never catch myself filling in the gaps. Like I'm like, I'm like a little anxious today because I didn't sleep well, but I'm not letting my anxiety take the driver's seat. And I'm, I so don't, I, again, I'm, I like, quote this book so much, the freedom transmissions, but something that Yesha was saying is like, we just catch ourselves in these like complicated thought prisons. So like, why did I do this? What if blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh my gosh, the power of simplicity and within simplicity being present, like, I don't know. And that's okay. I don't have to know. Or like, you know what? This is the information I have right now. And this is all I can do with it. And I'm just going to choose to not overcomplicate my life. And this can be so perfect for anyone, you know, who's dealing with like someone not texting them back or like a crush or, you know, a, you know, just any kind of relationship or, you know, a job offer. It's like, oh my God, well, I haven't heard from him in two days. Or like they, they liked my story, but didn't, it's like, okay. Like it is what it is. Like just be then just live life and just be present. And another thing is have fun, like have fun, find joy. And that's something I know. I think it's very much a part of my makeup and very much a part of like who I am and actually what I need when it comes to being an entrepreneur is I need to have fun when I'm doing this. Like I can't not have fun. I need to find a way to have fun or at least the unfun work. I need to do something that is fun. Like I literally need to have fun every day, but also fun. It's different for everyone. Like it's not like fun for me is like going to a bookstore. <laughs> like it may not be everyone else's, but for me, that's like the perfect day. Um, but it's like, we, I also think what's really, really important too, is I 
also caught myself wanting to be this A plus student with spirit. I was like, okay, if I do the things, everything, then everything's going to come faster to me. But that is like definitely not the case. And I also know that you talk about this too, Courtney, is it is not like there are no marks, there's no award, there is no grading thing. Like, who are we impressing? Like, it's just like, enjoy the process, like be imperfect. Like today, I actually meditated in bed in my pajamas. Like I did my meditation a little bit differently, but that doesn't mean my practice was any more or less holy and sacred than all of my other ones. And also, sorry, so many things is yes, the downloads amazing. We live for epic downloads. We live for all the beautiful moments with spirit, but honestly, there is nothing better than actually realizing, wow, I'm so present right now. That's, I think that was like my biggest revelation. Literally when I was, I was recently in Hawaii with my family, I was like, this is better than any download because this, this is it. This is the point, (laughs) like to be present. So anyways, that's my, that's my spiel. (laughs) I love it. And those are valuable insights as well. Again, it's all about presence. When Mm -hmm. we can be present, we can witness the spiritual and the magical that is there in front of us. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, Alexandra. Thank you for popping on. We have two more episodes to record and to share with these amazing people. This episode is going to air. It's actually going to drop on Tuesday, June 6, 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So everybody, you are going to absolutely... You're already going to be listening to it. Anyways, I'm looking at the calendar and I'm basically telling Alexandra and I, it's going to drop next Tuesday. Um, really would love your feedback, get in, t- in contact with myself and Alexandra on social media. Give us some feedback in the show notes. You're going to have links to my account and Alexandra's keep in touch. Let us know how this resonates. Does it help you feel uh, validated and seen in your experiences? Does it give you some food for thought to help you return back to yourself, which ultimately is love? And remember, embrace your humanness. And when you do, you're going to find the spiritual in everything. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at MediumCourtneyDawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to MediumCourtneyDawson.com or check me out on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. Have a great day, guys.